0: Today, we've got somebody who has actually worked for Amazon advertising and now works at Packview and has helped sellers who generate millions of dollars of revenue on advertising. And he's gonna give us some high-level strategies for high-level e-commerce sellers out there. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Want to enter in an Amazon keyword and then within seconds get up to thousands of potentially related keywords that you could research? Then you need Magnet by Helium 10. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash Magnet. Magnet works in most Amazon marketplaces, including USA, Mexico, Australia, Germany, UK, India, and much more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS free, unscripted and unrehearsed, organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e commerce world. We've got somebody that I know almost nothing about. I don't know if he's a serious seller or if he's a seller at all or he just works in the industry or whatever. But welcome to the show for the first time, Cameron. How's it going?
1: It's going great. Uh, Thanks for having me.
0: Where are you located?
1: I'm actually located uh, just a bit north of uh, Seattle, maybe about 20 minutes. Okay, so. is that where you're from? It's where I'm born and raised. Yeah, uh, grew up for a few years actually in downtown Seattle, and then uh, moved out into the suburbs. But uh, other than going to college at, at Washington State University, then coming back, it's uh, been in this area the whole time. Go Cougars! Yeah.
0: All right, there we go. What did you study? Uh, what was your major?
1: So uh, it was. It was not a, It was not communications. It was not marketing or business. It was political science.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you know that 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 can just get so many great jobs in the <laughs> in the initial. But yeah. what was your what was your goal with that? Like what, what kind of job were you looking for? Uh, uh, to get w- uh, with that degree.
1: Yeah. So um, before I kind of got into the corporate world, I actually mm-hmm. um, served in the, the Army National Guard, and, and mm-hmm. the whole point my my thought process around it was to uh, get a better understanding of the world. Sure. Um, it was political science uh, with a, uh, a focus on international relations and uh, the, the goal was to create more of a career there um, mm-hmm. but but things changed uh, started to build a, a career uh, in the corporate world um, you know met my now wife uh, who probably would have had a little bit uh, of an issue with me uh, being a, a career military person and so plans changed but that that was the original goal okay
0: <laughs> okay and then so but What was like your first like, you know, big time or regular full time income, you know, after uh, university?
1: Yeah, I uh, actually started out in the uh, like like a lot of recent grads in the recruiting world. Mm -hmm. And so I was a uh, an account manager for a a company called uh, Collabora, Um, one of the bigger companies uh, like Apex or Tech Systems doing recruiting, uh, a lot of tech recruiting and and uh, had one account. That account was Amazon. Um, which that's made a, uh, If you're going to
0: have one account, that's a good account to have. Uh, yeah. In, in
1: the Seattle area, there's a few, you know, Microsoft as well. Amazon, uh, it, they do quite a bit of hiring, as people know. So I yeah. um, did a couple years there and then kind of took a, a natural path uh, to Amazon itself, where I worked at Amazon ads for a while. Oh, you worked for Amazon? Yep. Went from Collabra and then to Amazon ads. And that's where I started this whole e-commerce. Marketing, so, so you and, were helping
0: them with the recruiting and then you basically recruited yourself uh, o- o- over there too.
1: It, it makes it a lot easier to get through interviews if you've been prepping people for interviews for a couple years. <laughs>
0: there you go. That's one way to get in the door at, uh, at yeah. Amazon. Very, very yeah. nice. And so what did you do um, uh, with Amazon ads?
1: So I was an account executive there. Um, I went through their uh, account executive uh, training program uh, that they have and, and that's still ongoing. Really great training program. Uh, it helps a lot of people go from not much e-commerce or e-commerce marketing experience. Uh, it gives them a really good foundation to build on their experience and, and help brands sell on, on Amazon. Uh, a lot of brands that do sell on Amazon, big, medium, small, have probably had some sort of interaction with Amazon account executives, um, helping them to kind of formulate strategy and, and build their business. And, and that's where I got exposed to uh, just a, a ton of, of different brands, different categories, different goals a um, really great, great way to help uh, help me understand, you know, what, what brands see on a daily basis and, and what they go through with, with building their business on Amazon.
0: Now, nowadays, you know, you're still in the Amazon advertising space. You work for Packview. How long have you worked at, at Packview?
1: I have uh, worked at Packview for uh, just over six months now. So still pretty recent um, okay. to the the Packview um, ecosystem. But it's been a great six months for sure.
0: Now, you know, here's something that I'm curious about, you know, this, this Kind of dumb that I, I don't know the answer offhand. Since you know Packview is our, our sister company, but Packview can also is also connecting to vendor central accounts, and you're managing vendor uh, people who have vendor accounts as opposed to seller central accounts as well.
1: So so yeah, Packview. Uh, excuse me, Packview has a lot of um, uh, a really great ability to to sync up with um, the the retail side of the business and coordinate that and interact with the marketing side of the business. Um, through, through a tool like PacView uh, Commerce as well. So I think um, you know, it, in the past we've had a really robust tool for managing advertising um, and, and not just on Amazon, of course, but uh, yeah. uh, on other platforms as well. Managing that, that advertising, making it effective, um, efficient, driving really good volume um, in terms of sales orders, what have you. Uh, and and um, it, recently we've been able to build a really great retail, retail tool that um, both help you, helps you manage that business, uh, and also really importantly uh, helps uh, coordinate that business with the marketing, so they can work in sync and, and allow you to, you know, manage and be more efficient overall.
0: Now, I don't know too much about vendor central accounts. I've never had one. Um, I've never like dug in. I've never even logged into one. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as advertising, you, you know, let's just say somebody's not using Helium ten, not using pack view that they just have access to their vendor central account mm-hmm. like do they fully control their advertising too i know with like some things in vendor central you don't have as much control over but on the advertising side how different is the vendor central advertising experience compared to the seller central advertising experience if we're not talking about tools
1: it's it's gonna be uh, i mean it's gonna be extremely similar there there may be some small differences um in terms of maybe attribution windows for, for different ad types or um, you know, some different functionalities. Uh, sometimes they may uh, have an update for the vendor side before they up, have an update for the seller side, vice versa. But in terms of you know, that user experience, uh, that brand going in and, and running their advertising, the, the experience is going to be um, you know, hard to tell a difference for, especially if you're doing pretty straightforward things like just running sponsored product, sponsored brand, sponsored display. Sponsor brand video, just running those, and, and um, you know, getting those to efficiently drive traffic to your products, it it's not going to make a difference that much whether you're on on seller or vendor based on what you're okay what your goals are.
0: Now, I'm not sure if you have an opinion on this, or you have enough no, uh, knowledge about this particular use case, but but it, if you have the experience, like, do you have an opinion on if somebody is approached, you know, by Amazon to join the vendor program, like, it, what? would be the factors to decide if it's worth it or not you know some people say oh you know with with vendor you know central like maybe i lose a little bit of control over over some things um and and then maybe i'm not able to to kind of project you know too much and amazon Mm -hmm. doesn't take care of the listings or something maybe i've heard of but but you know you deal with both kinds of, of customers and you probably hear complaints and and the virtues of of each program but if somebody out there listening to the podcast now, you know they're 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 a regular seller, central seller right now, or maybe they're they're just about to get on Amazon, and they're approached by Amazon to join the vendor program. First of all, does that even still happen? And then, secondly, under what circumstances should they say yes or no?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll preface this by saying, um, for sure, have more experience on the marketing side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've, between Amazon all the way to PackView, I've uh, worked with both sellers and yeah. vendors, and, and both have had their. They're separate um, and unique challenges and oftentimes similar challenges as well. Uh, I would I would say from my experience working with them, not being as hands-on in terms of setting up those businesses myself, um, it, it seems like there is a bit more independence uh, on the seller side. Um, you do have a, a little bit more control um, from the vendor side. That the barrier of entry is, is a bit higher, and um, I, I would say you, you do have a little bit less control Uh, That being said, um, as a business grows, not to say that you can't have, of course, a a huge successful business on on the seller side of Amazon. But I think there's benefits as your business grows um, to go the vendor track um, as you're shipping higher volume of product, um, as you're, you know, maybe putting a lot more emphasis on the weeks of cover that you have. And, you know, a, a small percentage change can mean a much higher dollar amount loss. Then I, then I think it, it makes sense but um, that being said I've seen you you know clients that have worked with struggle on both be successful on both I mm-hmm. think it really comes down to you know what's what you're comfortable as a business owner with and and what's really working for you I'm a big believer in, in keeping things as simple as possible yeah so if there isn't a need for a change um, yeah I, I don't think that's necessarily new
0: yeah. Now, you know, one thing that's interesting you know, over the years, you know, that back in the day, you know, people who had vendor accounts actually did have more of an advantage over Seller Central in some aspects of advertising and others mm-hmm. like so many tools available to Amazon and so much yeah. analytics that that wasn't available to to sellers uh, or to Seller Central people, but it was available to vendors, but Amazon has certainly bridged that gap, you know, lately mm-hmm. where where they launched stuff that was exclusively to to vendors, now it's available to sellers or they just launched something across the board. And one of these things recently you know, in the last few months, that Amazon launched was um, what what is it called? The marketing stream or is Amazon that
1: marketing stream? Yes. Mar-
0: Amazon marketing stream. So um, you know that was launched, and that's something that you know, pe- you know has uh, people have always wondered about day partying. And back back in the days, I would just tell people, no, it's dumb. To, if you want, if you're if you're trying to day part, you're dumb. I I, so I wouldn't say that to a customer, but but in my yeah. mind, I was telling them they're an idiot because. Absolutely. At the time, there was no analytics that could really justify taking a certain action. Like you have no idea, you know, what time of day, you know, you were being profitable for you. So for you, somebody to try and make the decision, I'm going to turn off my ads during this time or I'm going to up my budget on this time, it's completely shots in the dark. But now yeah. this marketing stream kind of changed that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I would say, um, you, you know, a, a similar thing, especially when I was at Amazon, because because the difference now in, in some of the data that's available, when, when I started at Amazon uh, all the way to the present, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that have been added. And I would definitely get that question a lot from all sorts of businesses. You know, how do we break this up um, between the day? Like, is there a way to automatically turn off our campaigns? Can we turn them back on? And, yeah. and at that time, you would just have to go in and manually do that. And for a mom and pop shop that has, Ten campaigns, sure, by all means. Um, for a business that has 150 campaigns running, it's going to be a little bit more difficult, um, and you know, arguably not worth it. And so, I'd say things like, you know, for for these Amazon search ads that are running, you're only paying when someone clicks, and if someone clicks, they're showing interest. So, by all means, you know, you just want to keep it running all the time. Um, and and as time has progressed. There's been some tools that have helped with that. Um, you know, I think a lot of brands uh, have probably used their their audience insights uh, tool, which will break it up by day, and that's really helpful in a way. But it is organic uh, data; it's not a marketing-focused data, organic sales, things like that. And it, and it can show you, you know, day by day throughout the week and in the month, um, what kind of traction you're getting. But it's it's very high level; um, you can't get granular at all. And so what we've seen with Amazon Marketing Stream is you know, once we once we have that data, we we see that there is a huge difference uh, sometimes. Sometimes it's not as big. Sometimes it's, it's pretty mild. But other times it's a really big difference between even just hours of the day. Um, and, and based on not just sales, but based on efficiency as well. I, I said that example of, of, you know, if someone's clicking, they're going to the the, the page and, and that's great, you want that. Um, but but now we can see that, you know, maybe from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., you might have people clicking but that that click is not worth the cost that you're paying. Yeah. They're not converting. And really what you wanna have is the uh, it, the bids high enough to capture the clicks that are from say like 4 p.m. to 7, 7 p.m. for example, because those people are converting. And that's, uh, among many, that's uh, a big uh, a big, big deal for small, medium, big businesses, and, and that's why Amazon Marketing Streams, I think, is going to help a lot.
0: Have you noticed, you know, since since you guys have had access to the data actually longer than than Helium Ten, like we just now integrating this for our Atomic tool, you know? Mm-hmm. But are there any? Gen- I, I know there again, guys. Whenever I say something, it's not a one size fits all, or, or something. <laughs> it, it, it it depends, <laughs> as you said, you know, on, on on categories and things like that. But are there any generalities that that you have? you know, now that you've had access to this data that you could say, like, you know, for the most part, you know, Friday is a terrible day, you know, for, for, for PPC, or weekends, like, have incredible
1: low ACOS, or, you know, yeah.
0: middle of the night is is absolutely amazing,
1: you know, like, like are there any
0: general statements you can make?
1: I, I think one that pops out of my head um, right away is, um, and, and something we may not think about sometimes, is we have to remember that a lot of people are on a bi-weekly pay schedule. And so they, they get paid, you know, usually, sometimes over last, but usually twice a month, uh, usually on a, a Friday, maybe you get a little bit earlier from your bank on a Thursday. But that's that's a very clear indicator uh, of when you're going to have maybe more traffic and, and certainly more sales. And, and that's an example of something Amazon Marketing Streams um, can see. Because you, you may approach your business on a, on a weekly basis and, and you may, uh, weekly or daily, and you may know that say people get done working maybe in the evening, you're seeing better efficiency, better sales, things like that. Um, and, and you may react to that accordingly by raising bids or increasing your budgets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think what this data showed in this example is that you, you do also get a pretty big um, jump on, on payday as well. And that can sometimes be bigger by category. Um, you know, a, a category that has higher priced items, maybe furniture, you know, maybe, maybe that thousand dollar couch isn't going to be like a payday purchase. But, <laughs> I, you know, in a grocery category um, or, or CPG with with lower prices that someone's been saving up a little bit for that hundred dollar item, that that can be, a you know, a, a big change from earlier in the week to later in the week on, on that payday week as well.
0: Okay. I, I mean, obviously we don't give out you know, private customer information on here, or people who don't want their, their, their info being shared. But are there any examples where you can just, you know, tell us like a, a, an experience in the last couple of months that you've had, where like a customer started you utilizing this information and because of this, they were able to, you know, lower their total A ACoS or ROAS or any of these things like any, any cool stories stick out in your mind?
1: Yeah, I can, I can say that, you know, us- utilizing this information uh, like a lot of things um, in, in, in Amazon marketing or, or marketing in general, um, we try to make you know, increment, incremental changes over time, and and so um, it's not like you, we we took Amazon Marketing Stream implemented, and then all of a sudden we just increased you know a business's weekly sales by one hundred and fifty percent. But but I'll, I'll say for sure that that using Amazon Marketing Stream as a guide um, for uh, for a client that I, that I'm familiar with, uh, we were we were able to focus. Their efforts, and by efforts I mean their their budgets and their higher bids, um, both uh, on a daily basis, where we were seeing more traction, uh, mm-hmm. both in the morning and in the evening, not as much in the middle of the day, and then also uh, because they are a type of product that has a lot of subscribe and save customers, uh, they they usually need to be refilled every three to four weeks, so mm-hmm. we're able to kind of focus on. You know, when those subscribe and save customers um, are, are coming back, and then also utilize that data to see how can we expand on that and bring in more customers customers as well. Because if you have subscribe and save customers coming back to your brand to refill, you're also going to know that you're going to have other customers needing to refill from competitors, whether they're subscribe and saving to competitor products or just need to refill that that product that they need for um, you know, on a monthly, on a monthly basis as well. So that's, that's one example of, of ways that we've used it. Um, it's allowed us to, to increase that efficiency for certain products. Um, not necessarily, you know, making a, a huge sales increase, but allowing us to continue to build sales while doing so, um, with, with a lower cost per click and just an overall more efficient strategy.
0: Okay. So in general, you know, like I said, you know, Packview has had this for months, uh, mm-hmm. whereas Helium 10 just started this. But what is available on the visibility side in Packview? Like if I if I'm running Packview, I have it connected to my seller central vendor account. What can I now see, you know, w- with this marketing stream connection? And then what are the actionable things that I can like program in like, like, uh, you know, do I do I then like program in? when i want a a budget to be increased or do you have the ability to actually say hey turn off my my mm-hmm. campaign at a certain time of day or day of week like what are the things i can view and actually do uh, inside of packview with this
1: yeah so this is this is kind of the part that i'm i'm most excited about just because um having having been in this you know e-commerce world for a while um having this tool available uh it's just a it's just a night and day difference in and, and within packview there's kind of two ways that you can use it right now. Um, at, at this time, it's focused just on sponsored product campaigns and you can go into a specific campaign and you can get a snapshot of the Amazon marketing stream data right in the PackView view tool. You don't need to switch mm. back out, go to the Amazon API. Um, you don't need to know any complicated, um, I, I guess, or or, or or fill out like any compa- complicated structure, know like any sort of SQL like a lot of people needed for AMC, things like that. Uh, you go right into the tool, you see a snapshot of the Amazon marketing stream data, and then what you can do is press a toggle and be able to apply that marketing stream data directly to that campaign. So you can see a percentage for every hour of every day in that week where you should be increasing or decreasing bids. You can base that on either CPC, ROAS, um, ACOS, obviously the inverse of ROAS, et cetera. And then you can press one button and implement it for that campaign. So not only is it uh, a really effective tool on its own uh, Amazon marketing stream, but the way that we integrate into Packview is that we make it as simple as possible to take that campaign data, uh, apply the marketing stream data, and then implement those changes right away. So so you can use it in that way and implement one button there, or you can use it in a more advisory capacity. Uh, And if say you have um, a campaign that that does a lot of volume and spend and sales, um, Mm -hmm. you can take a look at that Amazon Marketing Stream data and then use it as a guide for other campaigns that maybe are newer or uh, have have a brand new product in it that you need to get ramped up, but also do so efficiently.
0: All right, so that's AMS, Amazon Marketing Stream. You know, in, in LinkedIn sometimes there's other little acronyms in there, and, and one I literally have zero knowledge about is AMC, which you know to me that I swear that's like the, the the movie theater chain that I usually watch my movies in AMC. But in Amazon, what does AMC stand for? And what g- g- give me the uh, the uh, you know some education about it because I know zero percent about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you're and you're right. It's a uh, not the theater. It's not a it's not a stock that you wanted to buy mid year last year <laughs> uh, either. For those interested in that kind of thing, um, no, it, it stands for Amazon Marketing Cloud. Um, it's a it's a really great um, evaluative tool to understand how your full funnel marketing is working. And so so we just talked a little bit about Amazon Marketing Stream, and and that's um, a really effective way to make your um, search ads. Um, specifically right now, also your, your sponsored product ads, more effective based on whatever metric um, you want to be looking at. And that, that's a really bottom of the funnel type strategy, a way to after a shopper gets all the way to that almost point of conversion to make that conversion more efficient and, and, and make it happen. Uh, what Amazon Marketing Cloud is, is kind of a, a way to zoom out and look at the marketing that you're doing across the entire funnel. Um, so it can differ between the size of the, of the business, but for, for larger businesses, especially, you're going to have a dedicated search strategy. You're going to have a dedicated Amazon DSP, demand side platform strategy, which is on and off Amazon. Um, and you're going to have a dedicated as well, most of the time, um, streaming TV strategy. Uh, so you're, you're going to be showing or, or building that awareness for the brand uh, at a high level to people that are ne- not necessarily, you know, currently shopping for the brand, might just be interested in the type of product that you sell. And then you're going to try to get them onto Amazon and then eventually to purchase your product, become a loyal customer. Um, one thing that has always been a challenge in the past, and and to be honest, is, is still a challenge, but AMC helps a lot with, is understanding how effectively your bringing those people from the point of not knowing about your brand to the point where they're purchasing the product from your brand. And that's, that's one of the main things that, that AMC helps uh, do is visualize that for you, understand where you're not being effective, where you're being effective, allowing, allowing you to consolidate budget where um, it's having more of an impact and then being able to show you the effects of those changes over time. And this is just not something that was easy to figure out in the past. Uh, AMC is relatively new, so um, a lot of brands might not be as familiar with it. Uh, And it's still um, fairly difficult to use in some cases. Uh, I know if you're trying to work with it directly from Amazon, um, you have to have some SQL skill. Therefore, I would not be able to use it that way because I am not a SQL person. Uh, I, I know, and, and I don't know about any other um, players in the space, but I know at Packview, we've actually created a, a really effective um, UI that can visualize the entire full funnel um, process and give you the data from AMC in a, in a really digestible way. So it's it's a great way to just kind of get a 30,000 foot view of your business and see you know what places are you missing? Cause you can have a, you know, what you consider a bulletproof strategy at any time. And even, even those strategies are going to have places that you can improve no matter what this whole space is changing too fast. There's too many variables. Um, you have different competitors of vine for, you know, your share of that search result page or, or your share of the category as a whole. And so understanding that full funnel um, process and, and where you sit in it and how effective it's being is, is a, uh, it just an amazing tool uh, for for brands, um, you know, seller or or vendor, it doesn't matter for that for that
0: okay. whole thing. Um, you know, so you know, switching gears a little bit, you know, we've been talking exclusively about about Amazon, but but you know, PackView obviously helps tons of sellers with advertising on Walmart mm-hmm. and other platforms. What's some some wins that you see from people who are taking more of an omni-channel advertising approach as opposed to like you know, one hundred percent of my advertising budget's just going into to uh, Amazon.
1: Yeah, I think it, and I can, I can speak to this generally cause uh, as of right now at, at, Packview, um, my experience is, is Amazon. I've been focusing mostly on Amazon itself. Uh, but I, I can say, you know, a lot of the same tools on Packview that, that, um, we use for Amazon are being used for, for Walmart and Instacart, things like that. Um, you know, Walmart, uh, specifically doesn't have the same type of Amazon marketing stream. Um, data is set up in the same way, but you still do get hourly data. So you you are able to look at the hourly, um, you know, sales, uh, hourly efficiencies, things like that, and apply those learnings in the in the same way. So what you have across the board is is brands able to you know, use this information um, and then apply that information to that campaign, uh, to that campaign or campaigns on on a small or large scale, and I, I think the the moral of the story here uh, is that with Amazon, um, with Walmart, which has made crazy advances in their whole ad ecosystem within the last one to two years, you, you know, they're all kind of competing to offer more data to to the sellers on their websites, and this mm-hmm. is uh, allowing the, the, the seller to um, really benefit from that competition and be able to have this data and make more informed um, decisions as well.
0: Now, how, how does somebody go about budgeting though? You know, like, should it be, you know, like, let's say I am selling on Amazon, I am selling on Walmart, you know, maybe I'm, I'm selling on, you know, um, what else do you guys do? Like Kroger, you know, Instacart, yeah, whatever. Instacart.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, like should budget always be, Tied to like my revenue, all right. Like, hey, eighty percent of my 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 gross revenue is coming from Amazon. I'm gonna put eighty percent of my marketing budget there, and then it's a, like a one to or like a, not a one to one basis, but a, a a relative basis where I put my you know five percent of my budget or five percent of my sales is coming from Walmart, so five percent of my advertising. Or or are there other use cases where it's like you know what, I need I need to put more money into this platform because I think mm-hmm. I can grow faster. Like like how how do I decide? where I'm throwing my marketing dollars.
1: Yeah, I think and that's a really great question as, as brands expand to, um, all these different platforms, whereas a lot of brands in the past would have just been centered solely on Amazon. And that would have been a, a very easy question to answer. Um, I think they, they should never feel locked into having budget set in a certain place. Uh, I think brands always need to be flexible in terms of where they're putting that budget. And also evaluate, you know, what what amount of your sales are marketing attributed? What amount of your sales are organic? Um, a brand that is trying to break into Walmart for the first time, um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna need budget there to be able to drive traction, drive relevance for your products. And at the same time, if that same brand has been on Amazon for say eight years and has cemented their place in a certain category, that their organic share. Or organic sales percentage may be a lot higher than it was, say, six years six years ago, when they really had to invest a lot more in their advertising. So, so I think it depends on uh, on how um, you know built up their brand is for each platform, and if they're trying to grow on certain other platforms, then they need to decide. You know, maybe I do need to allocate more budget to that as well. I think I think um, kind of the The infancy of a brand on certain platforms is is something to think about and how fast and how much they want to grow. I think the the capabilities of the ad types themselves is also something to consider and how much they are weighing driving sales, bringing in new customers, or simply raising awareness. Uh, Say we're comparing Walmart and Amazon, you you have two totally completely different beasts really. Um, mm-hmm. Which is no fault of Walmart. They're just getting their ad business going the last couple of years. Amazon has had a lot more time, but Walmart's going to be a lot lower funnel uh, than uh, Amazon is. A lot more on the site um, or on the app, on your mobile site, um, really looking for the products and, and then purchasing. Amazon has a, a better ability to uh, accomplish upper funnel goals when it comes to um, the demand side DSP platform. That they have and also streaming tv uh if if you've been on amazon whether it was this latest uh prime day the last couple days or, or any time probably within this year um yeah. you've probably seen them promoting the heck out of uh, thursday night football uh they yeah uh, i don't yeah.
0: I, it's I, crazy like you go yeah. to amazon.com on a thursday and and the entire splash screen is all that's <laughs> whatever it. teams are playing yeah yeah
1: yeah you're gonna see it that's for sure and it, because they they've poured a lot of time and money into building that thursday night football and with that their whole streaming service and you're you're able to you, you know reach people on that streaming service with your brand based on the the same type of audience uh insights audience information that you would use to reach them say on, on the internet as well and so that that's just an example of a way that's if we're talking about brand awareness, upper funnel, you're going to want to allocate more budget to tools like that. Um, If that's not as much of a worry, maybe you're a smaller business, you don't have the budget for those big brand awareness pushes, then Mm -hmm. you won't have to worry about that. And maybe it can be more, more even. Uh, uh, Another very long answer that comes down to, to it depends, unfortunately, but um, I I say that, you know, it's reliant on the goals and either way at the end of the day, a brand needs to be flexible and they need to understand that Walmart, Instacart, places like that uh, have been growing really fast. And it's kind of like when Amazon was starting out with their ads. Um, you, you don't want to ignore it. You want to make sure you stay competitive as much as your budget allows.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Now, you know, crystal ball or or maybe not crystal ball, a lot of this stuff has happened you know um amazon is opening up more channels of where you can advertise you know dsp mm-hmm. and other things and and advertising on um uh like like streaming tv yeah uh and, and things like that you know as a uh, as a bigger amazon seller or even small one trying to plan ahead on where i'm going to be advertising like how do i make that decision like what i need to do like obviously everybody almost needs to do regular sponsored products you know mm-hmm. sponsored brand ads sponsored display in many situations but once you start getting up to these other levels you like hey i'm a i'm a 10 million dollar seller uh, i should be getting dsp but now the question is there's so many channels where amazon is now uh, allowing me to advertise for what are some of the the main ones you think um are going to give you uh, sellers the, the the best bang for the buck
1: at, at the very least uh i, th- I think about it this way at the very least consider your your search ads, your sponsored product, sponsored brand, sponsored display, sponsored brand video—that—that that is your your net at the end of the day. When when there was nothing else going on with Amazon ads, that's what you could focus on, and that was the entire ecosystem. Um, it's it's grown, it's evolved, it's a little more complicated now. Um, now you need to you need to fill the net, and you do that by starting off. And of course, it's not a, a blanket recommendation for everyone, but you do that really by starting off with some straightforward um, DSP marketing. And, and what that DSP, for, for those that, that aren't familiar, what that DSP allows you is, is to go off of Amazon um, based on um, audience information uh, and bring those potential shoppers that, that haven't purchased um, your brand or, or maybe were browsing the category and bring them back to your brand um, because and I'm, I'm kind of going back to the Amazon days with the spiel that I think I, I said a thousand times at least, but, but, but no one buys first time. Um, it, it takes multiple visits to a detail page. It takes multiple visits to a product before a person purchases. And during those visits, your product is competing against every other competitor's product in that category while that person is at that research stage of their journey. And so the, the more you show your product to them, um, after they go off Amazon the more likely they are to, to come back uh, onto Amazon and purchase from your brand and, and you do that really effectively through Amazon DSP and and to be clear Amazon DSP and and things like streaming TV they use a lot of the similar uh, a lot of a lot of similar information uh, to accomplish their goal it, it is it is audience based targeting um, so so you can either retarget of people that have, have looked at your brand, looked at competitors or say, for example, I have this, this huge water bottle next to me, the Stanley water bottle. Um, if, if I am in market for a water bottle, that DSP will allow you to proactively and reach out to those people. Um, and you mm-hmm. can also do that at a streaming TV level, but with much less, um, likelihood that that person will purchase because, People sitting on a couch watching and streaming TV are, are less likely to purchase than when they're on their computer and see an ad I mean, well. who knows? So, you
0: never thought that on Thursday night football, you would see the ad, an ad for, you know, collagen peptides or your, your Amazon product on it. So the the, the, the the possibilities are endless, guys. You know, like uh, for Amazon sellers out there, yeah, you probably, you know, have to be a, a larger seller, mm-hmm. um, you know, to be able to qualify to, to pay for that. But but that I mean, regardless if you're a small or large seller, unless you're a huge, huge, you know, Procter and Gamble brand, you 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 weren't thinking about being on football games, you know, advertising, but but Amazon's kind of changing the game here. All right, then. Well, you've been giving us you know some great insights and and strategies throughout this episode, but something we always do uh, at the end of each episode is ask for our our TST, a thirty second tip. So, is there a you know quick hitting, highly actionable, you know, thirty second to a minute you know tip or strategy? Could be about Walmart advertising, Amazon advertising, how to use Marketing Stream, how to use Pack View, how to get on page one about anything you possibly want
1: yeah i'd say um i'd say the, the one most important thing that i'd recommend to people is that it's it's easy to to get stuck in the day-to-day of of marketing on amazon walmart instacart um and and going through the motions there's a million other things to worry about i'd say every once in a while um as often as possible really uh try to try to audit your your entire ad strategy question it not to say that it's wrong question it, evaluate you know how it's performing, and more importantly, evaluate what tools are you using to make it better. Um, you know, Amazon Marketing Stream is, is one of those tools. I would highly recommend utilizing as soon as possible if you're not already taking a look at it. Um, but there's always a a a part of your campaigns, a part of your strategy that you can improve. And this is one of those tools along with AMC as well. But I'd say, Amazon Marketing Stream, use it. It's great data. Any other reports? If you use the Amazon API, um, any other Brand Insights, which are also available in the Amazon API, use that data. It may not change a lot for your business. It may change a ton for it.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thank you for coming on here. But if people want to reach out to you to you know get more information, or perhaps um, you know if they're if they're you know pretty serious about their advertising, they're they're not a brand new seller. You know, I know you guys you know, uh, deal with, you know, mainly people like doing like high six figures, seven figures, uh, eight figures, et cetera. Mm-hmm. How can they find you out there on the interwebs? How can they, um, you know, book a call with PackView, etc.? et cetera.
1: Yeah. So they can, they can go to our website. Um, they can request a, a demo. I'm of course uh, on LinkedIn. Um, if you want to talk to me, I feel like I'm pretty personable. So by all means, uh, feel free to reach out and I can get you to the right person. Um, to, to help you, you know, start that process, start that journey to, to improving your business. Everything that we've talked about today, Marketing Stream, AMC, um, you know, technically available through your uh, API in one form or another. Uh, the, the great thing about Packview is it's all consolidated into one place and it's all made um, to be you know, extremely functional for, for a person that doesn't have hours and hours every day to, to focus on these kind of things. And also, you know, needs to run a business as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us. And we'll maybe, you know, reach out to you in a year or so. See see what's new with uh, Amazon advertising.
1: Absolutely.